0: Welcome to Climate Briefs, a super quick summary of all the things that matter for the climate in 2021. I ask a simple question, our experts give us a succinct answer, because everyone likes a tight brief. And to explain what Project Drawdown is, I'm joined by technologist and a consultant uh, from Willamai Consulting, Rowan McMahon. Welcome to uh, This Climate Business, Rowan. G'day, Vincent. Thank you. Uh, Now, Rowan's been on the show before, which is why I shoulder-tapped him, because he knows about such things. All right, in uh, a few minutes or less, Rowan, what is Project Drawdown?
1: Okay, um, Project Drawdown is a really fascinating uh, large-scale project that's been running for some years internationally. What they've tried to do is to catalogue all of the various different solutions that are out there to help us mitigate climate change. Uh, so it's a fantastic resource that's, you can buy it as a book, but I recommend looking at it on the website, which I think is drawdown.org. And it basically gives you a ready made free resource to um, jump into and to learn about different climate solutions. Not all of them, of course, are appropriate for different circumstances, and so if you're looking to understand what some of the options are that might help you as an emitter, um, or might help you in a particular country or a particular circumstance, it gives you a fantastic place to start.
0: So what they have tried to do, if I remember it rightly, is identify what would get us there faster, cheaper, better. Is that right?
1: Yeah, that's right. They um, not necessarily cheaper, but certainly faster or better. They they basically list the size of the problem that the solution addresses, and then they rank those solutions in terms of uh, you know which ones are likely to be the most appealing in terms of uh, megatons of, of CO two equivalent that could be saved or reduced or sequestered or whatever it is. Um, and, and then and in terms of the, the the sort of cheaper part, you know, you need to do your own modeling because circumstances are different. So. Um, you know, some are much more applicable in our neighbourhood than others.
0: What does a drawdown mean in, in in the project drawdown? What is the, what is a drawdown?
1: Well, the way I think of it, that term is that um, you are basically, uh, if you have a certain amount of uh, carbon emissions budget that you need to um, to uh, you know a target that you need to achieve in a particular industry or a particular country. Um, you're going to need to uh, see a linear curve of reduction to meet our Paris Agreement targets, to meet, for example, our net zero 2050 targets. Most countries have got some kind of curve that they need to see. And then as you are emitting, um, you are going to exceed that um, budget unless you find some savings. And so the drawdown, in the way I understand it, is basically helping you um you know, draw down the opportunities to um, to meet the level of reduction in it.
0: So it's not drawing down carbon out of the atmosphere.
1: Well, no, no not directly. Although interestingly, uh, some of the projects that they have looked at include um, direct air capture type technologies that um, you know are a bit space age. But you know, they, they include them because they're being very thorough to sort of look at those sorts of things. Is it
0: obvious every circumstance, every country, every neighbourhood will be different, but is it clear across the globe what will have the biggest and most quickest, most quickest? The biggest and the fastest effect on reducing emissions?
1: Well, I think it does depend on different different circumstances in different countries, as you say. Some of the biggest savings um, internationally are actually things that would seem quite counterintuitive in in our part of the world. So they've uh, they've actually found very large savings from um, from woods from wood, wood stoves being electrified or made into a, um, having a renewable energy source for them. Um, is a very big part of um, Culture in Africa to um, to cook using a wood stove, and you know that they, they cause respiratory problems, and obviously a lot of emissions, and they're causing deforestation as well. So um, it's not a great solution. If you can electrify um, that, um, mm. that then, then you get massive savings. If you had those emissions to start with, in our part of the world, um, you don't get uh, uh, that level of saving. But it would be worth looking at, and there certainly are. Um, Levels of particulates in Christchurch, I've read about from time to time, with wood heating um, rather mm. than wood cooking, um, which is well well worth looking at. We've um, so I, mean, the, the, I think the largest savings that they found are in actually some pretty obvious things like wind energy, because mm. there is um, a lot of you know as the costs come down for wind and solar, um, they they do uh, deliver very uh, large reductions. Um, And as long as those costs do keep coming down, that's kind of the go-to place. That's the low-hanging fruit, if you like.
0: In New Zealand, the reduction of uh, energy, because we have such high proportion of uh, renewable energy, that's not really our sweet spot, is it? It's it's agriculture and transport have the biggest impact on drawdown. This
1: is where it gets more interesting. So, I mean, if we, uh, just to go to the, um, the energy and electricity side for a minute, you know, the remaining um, uh, coal-fired and gas-fired um, electricity that we have is often most important at peak time. So it's actually not necessarily about the electricity supply itself. It's about the time when you need the electricity supply. And so that's why battery-based solutions or pumped hydro type of solutions might be quite important. And they might complement wind or solar. Um, but wind or solar by, by themselves may not get you where you need to go because mm. so there are times when you don't have an alignment between the flow of energy and the demand for energy.
0: Mm. Who's written Project Drawdown? Is it one person or one organisation?
1: Well, I think it's an organisation these days. It was started by a guy called Paul Hawken, but, I mean, the, the thing I like about Project Drawdown is that each one of these um, project sort of descriptions comes with its own um, references and case studies and um, bibliography and, and the like so you can dig into uh the expertise that's available well mm. to you quite quite easily a very mm. accessible resource
0: and, and is it updated because i imagine the science changes as well as the targets change and uh, the circumstances changed is it a kind of living breathing document
1: yeah it's definitely a living thing i don't know how frequently they updated but um, i mean my experience with um this sort of area is that the uh, certainly the technologies that are available or that people are working on making available is mm. changing absolutely day by day so um, if you were to buy the printed copy I think it would be out of date almost immediately but it is it is sort of directionally it's still important even if it's not the most up to date version mm. um, yeah I mean the people are as, as people um, learn more about climate as more technologists get into it and as more big emitters start to face a big um, carbon bill if they don't find reductions, you'll find that um, they'll be asking more questions and, and developing more more ways of addressing the problem.
0: To what extent do you think that uh, this transition to a low carbon world, it will be disruptive but in, dis- in disruption is opportunity, right? To what extent are you seeing opportunity for Financial gain. I'm just thinking, for instance, the you know shifting to uh, wind or solar generation. We now see really successful wind and solar companies. Uh, Are you seeing upside in this transition? In addition to you know the environmental issues, is there entrepreneurial and financial upside?
1: Yeah, I definitely think there is. There's, there's early-stage ventures out there that are trying to provide solutions to these problems um, in multiple different categories of emissions, multiple different um, means of deployment. And, you know, as you would normally find with technology cycles and the like, not all of those ventures will be successful, but some of them certainly will be. And mm. I think... Um, You know, the way I like to characterise it is that it took us a long time to create a fossil fuel economy. We don't have the luxury of that length of time to create a low emissions economy. Um, Mm. And so the people who get there first should naturally find customers lining up to to buy their products and services. And I think there's a strong investment case uh, to help some of those ventures uh, get off the ground and to expand.
0: Mm. What are you picking? Are there industries that you think will benefit from this transition?
1: Yeah, they definitely are. Um, It's interesting to look at what government's doing in this uh, space because they're trying to be a a good partner to industry. So they're, you know, they've uh, just earlier this week, they closed the first round of funding for process heat solutions. Um, So this is a fund that they've set up that's being uh, operated by ICA, um, the Energy Efficiency Authority. Mm -hmm. They are uh, basically looking to find ways to decarbonise manufacturing processes and... um, through improved processing solutions that could be biomass or electrification um, or, or some other ideas. Um, that's one area where I think New Zealand has a lot to gain because we have um, quite hefty emissions in that category and, and um, obviously growing your food locally is some, something that we can be good at and uh, something that we can actually fairly easily see some sizable gains. I think mm-hmm. the the, the, the part of the emissions spectrum that's the hardest, but it's also going to be very worthwhile if someone cracks the nut, is uh, the whole is- issue of um, ruminant animals and uh, methane emissions. So people have been looking for a long time for a magic bullet in that area, and mm-hmm. as far as I'm aware, no one's found one yet, but it's certainly well worth looking because um, the size of the prize is, is huge. I mean, it's something like, ag- agri about half of our overall emissions in New Zealand, yeah. but the methane, uh, the ruminant animals... Um, Portion of that is about half again. So it's about a quarter of New Zealand's total emissions. Which right.
0: Is massive. So you fix the methane problem, you fix New Zealand's problem. We had um, Eloise Gibson talking about that, uh, about uh, methane the other day. Uh, the other week, I should say. Uh, Rowan, what is on your agenda for 2021? It's a big year for climate What's on your climate agenda for 2021?
1: Certainly looking forward to seeing the Climate Change Commission's um, first emissions budgets coming out, which I understand are coming out in February, or at least their recommendations. Mm -hmm. Um, There will be a lot of um, conversation about what happens next when that comes out, comes along. And then from my personal perspective, uh, just helping some of these um, investment opportunities be realised, you know, helping to bring some of these uh, early stage opportunities to market and help them expand. I've got some um, projects in that space at the moment and I definitely see a lot of interest there.
0: I know you are because um, you were working on it when I interviewed you last or time before last, you were working on a top secret uh, investment project, which you can't tell me about. But uh, presumably that's what you're talking about now for your 2021.
1: Um, There's there's other things in this space, too. It's a very large area to be grappling with. But, yeah, I do think that the investment um, uh, fund opportunity is pretty clear and, and it's something that we'll be talking more about in the new year.
0: Well, well, we'll look forward to that. So um, thank you for explaining Project Drawdown. What was the website address?
1: I believe it's drawdown.org.
0: That's as simple as that. And the book is available uh, online. You can buy the book. Um, I've seen a copy in your office, actually. It's great reading. Thanks for explaining that. And thanks for your work. Uh, I wish you a very happy and uh, cool 2021.
1: Likewise. Thanks a lot. Appreciate it.
0: Cheers. This climate business is brought to you by Podcasts New Zealand.